Hello everyone, this is Attack the Backlog, the podcast where I, Mark Kuznez, tries to make a dent in their backlog one game at a time. This is episode 32, Anamusha Warlords, or simply Anamusha in Japan. An action-adventure game that kind of feels like Resident Evil with samurai swords and monsters, minus the horror. That is to say, I was never horrified by anything in the game except by maybe some of the enemy designs. Your sword never runs out of bullets, so there's no need to worry about ammo scarcity and no limit to the amount of ass you can kick. The game can be tense at times, but never for the right reasons, but I'll get to those shortly. Anamusha Warlords originally came out on PlayStation 2 on March 13th, 2001, before making its way to Xbox a year later and eventually hitting PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on January 15th, 2019, in the form of a remaster, which is how I played the game. So, this is a tough one. Tough because I like a lot about Anamusha. I like about 85 to 90% of it. However, that other 10 to 15% was so infuriating at times that it ruined the rest of the game for me. The most egregious example of this is the little puzzle gauntlet you go through about halfway through the game, halfway being only about an hour and a half into the game because it took me just over three hours to complete it. Add an extra 30 minutes if you include completing the Dark Realm, an arena made of 20 stages where you fight various enemies in order to get some quality loot including access to the game's most powerful weapon, the Bishaman Sword, which is ridiculously and satisfyingly OP. Getting back to what I was just talking about, the reason why this puzzle gauntlet sucks so much, and I call it a puzzle gauntlet because it consists of a handful of puzzle rooms one after another, is because one of the puzzles makes no sense and when you fail, you die, have to reload your last save, and then go through all the puzzle rooms before, which aren't challenging but tedious nonetheless, and that gets old real fast. If you've played Anamusha, you probably know exactly what puzzle I'm talking about. It's the floor puzzle, of course. The floor puzzle where you control both Samanosuke and Kare and have to reach the other side without one of the two falling to their death into the spikes below the floor. How do you do this? At first, it isn't clear and one must rely on trial and error, though. Like I said earlier, once you fail and die, you have to reload your last save and get through the other two rooms in order to try again because there is no continue system of any kind, which can be annoying, especially since there are plenty of unskippable in-game cutscenes, but I'm getting away from the topic at hand. After a few deaths, you may figure out what you need to do, or you may be like me, get annoyed and Google that shit, and Google that shit I did. My Googling led me to the answer I seeked, except the room is randomly generated, so even then, using the tips I learned didn't always work. Just remember that if you stand on an X with one character, you have to stand on an X with the other character, not a plus sign and vice versa, is basically what a lot of the tips consisted of, but that didn't always work and sometimes left me with no way of progressing, so I had to leave the room and re-enter it to get a new randomly generated setup. Wonderful. But even when that plan worked, it usually only worked up until a point where I would have to step on a tile of the other symbol and I had to do so hoping it wouldn't lead to death. I ended up dying more than a few times in that room and what made it even more frustrating is that the room that immediately follows it is another puzzle room where you have a time limit to complete a sliding block puzzle as Kare. If you fail, Samanosuke ends up drowning and, you guessed it, you get to start the entire puzzle gauntlet all over again. 
If I wasn't determined to beat the game, I would have quit right there, but I didn't. I just googled the solution to the water puzzle because I don't have the time or the patience for that kind of bullshit. And then, once I completed all the puzzles, I let out a big sigh of relief. Because if any part of the game could be considered horrifying, it's those puzzles. Nothing else in the game annoyed me in the way those two puzzles annoyed me. But there are a few other aspects that did frustrate me to some extent. While you mostly play as Samonosuke, there are a few sections where you are forced to play as Kade, and while playing as her feels fine, she's a capable fighter who can handle herself very well. There is literally no point to playing as her because a huge part of the game involves capturing souls to power up your gauntlet, your swords, and your orbs when playing as Samonosuke. But Kade can't capture shit and doesn't get XP or anything from defeating enemies, so there's no real point in fighting or engaging with the enemy while playing as her. Once I realized this, I just ran from point to point to point to point to point, avoiding every potential fight, and that was about as fun as it sounds. I guess I'm just supposed to fight for the fun of it? The combat is fun, but it's hard to care and want to engage with it while playing as Kade when I know I actually get something tangible from it while playing as Samonosuke. Other than that, my only complaint is that the game doesn't tell you how to do some things and, while I don't mind this in most cases, when it comes to mechanics, I would like some kind of instruction, though honestly I just wanted some info about one mechanic in particular. The mechanic I'm referring to is the sword clash mechanic. With some of the bigger, tougher enemies, there's a chance to clash swords and when this happens you have to win the battle or at least tie. I'm Still not sure how it works, and if you don't win, your guard will be broken and you will take guaranteed damage. What I hate about this mechanic is that the game never tells you what to do, not even if you read the instructions in the menu. Do you mash all the buttons? Some buttons? One button? I had no clue, so you know what I did. I went back to our trusty friend Google, and Google said you have to mash all the face buttons as much as you can, which I then did and failed most of the time, so I ended up using magic attacks on the big boys to avoid any future clashes. Not ideal, but it worked. Also, I just hate any game that has you mashing buttons for any reason. If they removed the bullshit puzzles, gave me more incentive to play as Kade, and reworked the clash system, I would have loved my time with Anamushi because, like I said, the majority of the game is great, but it gets in its own way just enough that I found myself wishing for it to end rather than wishing for more. And that's too bad because the game does get many things right. The combat system is simple and fun, especially now that you don't have to deal with take controls, unless you want to, of course, in which case you can use the d-pad to fulfill your tanky desires. And I love that you can switch between your three weapons during a fight, all of which have their own feel and unique magic attack that fit different situations. It's a little clunky since you have to be standing still in order to change them, but it's way better than having to go into the menu in order to equip a different weapon. And while the story didn't grab me as much as I would have liked, it was good enough and interesting enough to keep me pushing forward, and I probably would have cared more if not for all the frustrating bits because Every time I got frustrated, that frustration lingered for a while before dissipating and painted everything. And I like the look of the game, minus a few enemies that are especially ugly. 
one in particular that looks alarmingly similar to the Aliens in Independence Day. The game may not be a technical powerhouse and the remaster may not be much of a remaster, but the design and overall aesthetic still holds up incredibly well and I enjoyed being in the world they created. There's plenty to like in Anamusha and I liked a lot of it, but I don't remember the game for everything I liked. I remember it for all the things it did wrong, even though there weren't many and that may be the most frustrating thing of all. And with that said, that will do it for this here episode of Attack the Backlog. Once again, I am your host, Mark Kuznez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Sausage podcast, which are both available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Pandora. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this here show or the Pixelated Sausage podcast, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage and watch them both there if you'd like to check out the art i make you can go over to pxsart.com if you see something you like click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy and if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do please go over to patreon.com pxs and support us that way as always thank you for watching or listening i hope you enjoy this here episode and i hope you have a wonderful wonderful rest of your day